0: Hello, humans. Hello, humans. Wednesday, November thirtieth, nine or eight fifty-nine a.m. Almost nine o'clock. Beaten feet to get into town to do shopping and pick up supplies and uh, go and connect with a couple of people real quick, and then get back and do more work. <laughs> it's winter, so there's all kinds of happen happening here. We had the, um, uh, the septic tank backed up this morning. I had to deal with that. There was a plug in the line, leaving uh, late, all of this kind of thing. And it's a multiple-hour journey uh, going to town just to go do shopping and getting back. I mean, that consumes the better part of, um, oh, it's like probably two and a quarter hours round trip uh, just to go into town, pick up one item, turn around, and come back. Because you got to get fuel and that, that sort of thing. Anyway, though, so wanted to discuss uh, the nature of mind. Okay, so uh, this, is, uh, this is the really tricky shit. Okay, so when you get into woo and you get into deep woo, ultimately it comes down to uh, or delves, or, or if you dive deep enough, you will come to the point where consciousness influences everything, and then you've got to start thinking about consciousness and the influences on it. So here's the thing: uh, consciousness is inviolate. Okay, it's um, uh, can't be merged, uh, can't be destroyed. Um, so it's indestructible. It's perpetual. It's um, pervasive. And you have a little chunk of it in your body. And so basically that's how it works, is that you have this little chunk of consciousness, and that's what make your mind work, and your body, and your interaction with them, and so on, and interaction with the um, uh, material universe around you. And so you you have to understand that your consciousness... uh, Okay, so your mind can be altered. You can change your mind, you can add new facts, you can get a new language, um, uh, you can get a new perspective, uh, you can get insight, uh, you can fry your brain and reduce it to rubbish. So you can do all this kind of stuff to your mind, but your consciousness underneath that, that's powering it all, is not affected. It's not disturbed, it's not um, altered, it is inviolate and is um, the same uh, continuously and constantly. Your problem is that you have to interact and understand your consciousness through this little feedback loop that involves your mind. And so, um, so as an instance, uh, there are, and this is where it gets tricky, right? So, if we were to say that someone is conscious of something, then um, they were. We could easily. We could also replace that word with the word aware. Okay, so they were aware of that. It had Im- impacted their mind, and it had impinged itself on their consciousness uh, through that mind, such that that mind became aware of whatever. You know. Um, a bunny rabbit, a stop sign, you know, a beer bottle, whatever it was, right? You became aware of this thing, and it impacted your consciousness through your mind. Your consciousness, though, is not altered by the awareness that your mind has of that object at the point that the consciousness is dealing with that awareness of that object. The consciousness takes all this stuff in and will absorb and digest it in the metempsychosis between lives uh which is where it integrates all of that uh material that you pick up here everything that impacts your conscious mind here is uh, uh, dealt with uh in the metempsychosis between lives all right so here's <laughs> so now we get into the tricky bits right so we understand that consciousness is like this substrate um you know it's like the um uh the printed circuit board it's always going to be a printed circuit board, never going to change, no matter how the electricity is routed through it, it's still a printed circuit board. So your your consciousness is kind of like your, your printed circuit board, right? The In this case, your printed circuit board has a chip on there that does all the, the mental processing, and that printed circuit board is aware of what that chip is doing. This is your mind. And so when your mind gets hold of ideas and stuff, it can alter itself and it can alter its own awareness of its consciousness, of its underlying powering consciousness. It can't alter that consciousness, so you can't throw away your consciousness, you can't turn it off, you can't uh, turn it into something else. No matter how much you want to change your consciousness, it'll never, ever, ever happen. So all this change your gender stuff is horseshit. Because all this is, because your consciousness powers your body and your mind, it is truly your consciousness that shapes and determines your body. And so uh, these gender people, as a matter of fact, these um, uh, uh, wonky non-binaries or whatever the fuck they are, the blue-haired people, okay, so their issue is that their mind has been convinced of a different set of circumstances. And that mind is attempting to alter the underlying consciousness that controls its body. Now, this is doomed to failure. <laughs> this will not ever happen. The mind cannot alter the consciousness, can't do anything to it. The most it can do is deal with its own awareness and its own problems. The mind, I mean. And so uh, so they've someone has simply done mind control on these people and convinced them of an inappropriate view of reality... And they're interacting with this inappropriate view of reality. So they are truly deluded. They are living in a delusion. A bubble surrounds them that prevents them from seeing uh, themselves in the reality as it exists. Alright, so so these are effects of the mind. And so when we talk about, this is where it gets really deep and most people are very mm, casual about their interaction with or about their words that they choose to use uh, about their interaction of their consciousness and their mind and their body so at one level your consciousness actually creates your body and so when your soul enters your mother uh, uh, at the time she becomes pregnant uh, your soul has instructions on how that body should look at every stage of its life and so it starts altering the a generic template of the gamete in the mother to fit the mold that the soul knows about. Because its whole job is to create the body and the mind for the consciousness to uh, inhabit in this life. Now, the soul is not aware of itself, okay? It is only aware of its task, and it does that continuously, uh, constantly throughout your entire life in between lives, because it has tasks in between lives as well uh so um people's minds fluctuate constantly and they might say that their consciousness is affected by their mind fluctuating but this is not factual this is a misunderstanding on their part about the nature of their mind their body and their consciousness interaction and so we see these uh constant fluctuations so um You get up in the morning and you're hungover, okay? And so everything is terrible, you hate the world, your body is all filled with some kind of weird grit, nothing wants to work, your mind isn't doing well, and the only thing you can think about, the only thing you can concentrate on is your coffee or sleep or whatever it is you think. that your your mind is telling you will alter the situation that is causing your body discomfort to, to go back in that feedback loop to disturb the mind. So we have this like feedback loop between the mind and the body. If the mind gets too out of whack, it can cause the body to get out of whack. If the body gets out of whack, it can cause the mind to be disturbed. And so I had a long running... Uh, battle over 30 plus years with a developing colon cancer. I'd already had breast cancer. In that period of time, I developed breast cancer and uh, skin cancer, both of which I had to deal with the way our medical system is set up as independent episodes. And so I overcome those. But during that period of time, there was something that was impinging on my mind. Throughout this whole time, throughout those whole 30 years, that turned out to be the colon cancer. And once it was removed, and I started recovering from the effects of the mind on the mind of the um, anesthesia and the surgery and, and trying to recover and all of that, which is a two-year process minimum. So I had um, uh, really giant chunks of um, my memory wiped out by what's called anesthesia amnesia. And so I lost a huge portion of my German vocabulary, and I'm having to relearn it. Uh, I lost a lot of chunks of my um, uh, storehouse of memory for uh, specific kinds of specific languages. And the thing is, you don't know that this stuff is out of your mind until you go to reach for it, and it's no longer there. And you say, "Well, well, what the hell? What happened here? And so this is the effect of the anesthesia on the mind. And so your consciousness, while... Stable and um, inviolate, uh, not non corruptible, not able to be destroyed, acts through the body and the mind and thus is different from moment to moment based on the conditions of the body and the mind. But we think, or a lot of people will have uh, inaccurate descriptions and think that their consciousness. Is fluctuating just because their mind fluctuates and the state of the mind fluctuates. So we can examine the mind in ways that um, are based on like uh, meditative practices and so on, not like uh, uh, Shlomo Freud and his uh, uh, cocaine addled brain uh, coming up with psychiatry. We can examine the mind, though, in the way that the meditators do, and we can use it as a tool for examining our current situation and what's going on. And so we know, using our mind, we examine the relationship between the mind and the body, and we say, Oh, look, if we fill the body with all kinds of alcohol and get uh, inadequate sleep, well, we feel like shit the next day, and our mind does not function. But after the mind is repaired, because we clean the body out, give it hydration and give it food, let it rest and recover and have a day napping and that kind of thing, then it feels okay. It goes back to its, quote, normal state. And we feel, quote, like ourselves. Um, these fluctuations happen unbidden to us. Okay, so, so sometimes we cause this shit to happen to ourselves. We take lots of drugs, we take uh, lots of alcohol, uh, we abuse ourselves with excessive exercise or whatever one of these um, uh, extreme things is, and it causes uh, big problems for our uh, mind uh, because of what we're doing actively, right? So we know by drinking this that we're deliberately attempting to influence our mind by drinking that drug or that alcohol. And so we want to, want to influence our mind. But there's all these things that happen to your mind unbidden and mostly unconsidered and unthought about. And we see these in others more frequently. You can say that, oh, you know, um, uh, that kid's had too much sugar, right? So you, you know what kids are are like on a sugar high. And you give them Mountain Dew, they're all hopped up on caffeine and sugar and um, uh, they go batshit crazy. And you could not calm that mind easily by talking to it, if you tried, because it's under the influence of, um, of an effect from the body that is then disturbing the mind. And uh, these effects happen to us daily, uh, daily, weekly, monthly, annually. You know, there's all these different cycles that affect us, unknowns to us, altering our mind and our perceptions and our thinking about our perceptions. These things, um, uh, many things, could uh, are affecting us this way. So it could be hormones. Uh, most frequently, it's hormonal. Okay, so uh, let's stop for a second and examine the idea that um, if we remove, if we do something like um, uh, remove your ability to have uh, hormones, you will die. Okay, so hormones are necessary for the functioning of the body. The hormones, uh, like vitamin D, is called a pro-hormone. And it, it fits in with like 3,000 operations involving hormones. Hormones make you decide you're going to breathe, that kind of thing. Because hormones are the um, the instructions and automatic controls for the body uh, for actions, right? Not only for growth, right? You need like um, uh, hormones for a human growth hormone, that kind of thing. Uh, but also for actions, Um Uh, You know, if you're depressed, uh, you're going to have more cortisol flooding through you and this kind of thing. And so cortisol has a tendency to dampen you, and so you'll be less active. And so all of these things affect the state of your mind, which affects the state of your body uh, because they're inextricably joined. um, And then it affects the state of your life. And so we are multi-state beings, even if we're not recognizing it. So our minds might go through, depending on your age, uh, it might go through a dozen or two dozen major mental changes in a single day based on, on the balance of hormones in your system. It's the hormones that actually make us do things. So there have been conditions where people have had essentially minimal hormone production and they're very, very, very plastic. They don't want to do anything. There's no uh, there's no oomph there for their, their lives. You can give them as much sugar as you want. You, it would accelerate their heart, but it wouldn't necessarily, uh, you know, and, and get their, their metabolism going, but it wouldn't necessarily provide them with any kind of motivation to do anything, to get up and do anything. And so the it comes down to an issue of motivation for the body and the mind, uh, whether... Whether you understand it at that level or recognize it at that level or not. And so this is one of my primary bitches uh, about um, Carrie Cassidy. Because she, she's constantly saying that AI is going to come and in, artificial intelligence is going to come and take you over and all of this kind of stuff. And what she fails to understand is that there is no motivation at all within any artificial intelligence to do anything. To alter itself in any way, shape, or, or form. Um, It has to be motivated. There has to be some instruction set. And so Kerry Cassidy's never programmed, I think. And if you program, you understand that all programs, operating systems, and most programs themselves will have a do-while loop. And so if you're running Windows, you're running Linux or whatever, all that fancy shit loads up. It does all the screens and all that sort of stuff in its power-on self-test and, and it sets itself up, and then it goes and it finds this instruction set that says, do absolutely nothing while. And so it's a do-while loop. It's in what's known as the empty loop or the primary ring. Okay, and this loop, it just simply says uh, do, in, meaning check yourself and see. Uh, you know, check uh, your registers, see if there's an interrupt. And then it, and while. And while is simply... Um, Uh, an empty bracket. So basically it is saying until you are interrupted by some outside force sit here and use your clock cycles to check the clock cycles. And so that's why the computer just sits there. I've actually had a lot of people in the early days when I was training, um, as we were digitizing the planet here in the 70s and 80s I would train people on computers and so many people that I would run into actually thought that computers were thinking and had bad opinions of them and that was the weirdest thing i'd ever run across and it took forever to to uh, get these people to to get that concept out of their head some of them i don't think ever did you know they retired from state government rather than uh get involved with the, these machines i was doing that under a contract i was training a bunch of state agencies uh, the people there how to use various aspects of software anyway so um Uh, So that's my bitch about Carrie Cassidy. She doesn't understand that there's no hormones motivating a... uh, There is nothing to motivate an artificial intelligence. And so an artificial intelligence is simply computer code that it executes one instruction set after the other in, in series until told to do something else. And that's artificial intelligence, right? And unless there's an instruction set that says, go find Carrie Cassidy and invade her brain, it's not going to go and try and find Carrie Cassidy and invade her brain. It's not going to do anything. It has no motivation, has no desires. No uh, desire is a, is a aspect of hormones. If you don't have uh, sex hormones, so if you don't have estrogen at a sufficient level and you don't have testosterone and they're in the androgen complex, because testosterone is actually a, a, a secondary hormone in the larger complex, uh, but if you don't have these... You're not motivated to do anything. You'll just sit there, right? Uh, and that's the way it is with uh, with humans, and and the, the the hormones provide us desire, the the willingness to move our bodies, to expend the energy, to go and try and get something, accomplish something, feel something, or whatever. And so that's my bitch about Kerry Cassidy's understanding of artificial intelligence. You know, I don't blame her. She's not technical. It looks scary from the outside. There are so many people saying nasty, bad things about it that are also not programmers that have never worked on it. And and artificial intelligence, by the way, in my opinion, is a serious dead end. We've not achieved anything uh, even close to a general artificial intelligence uh, at this point. These, um, that AI robot thing in, uh, that's been made a citizen of Saudi Arabia is not independent, doesn't function on its own. Uh, They've got four people in a room in the back that provide the instruction sets for that machine to respond to the person that is quote interviewing it. Okay. It's not standing up, walking around, uh, going around and doing stuff on its own, making its own decisions. None of that. Right. It's a really classy looking uh, demonstration fraud. Anyway, though, so uh, around all of that, I'm getting close to getting into this part of my chores here. Um, Getting around all of that, right? Without hormones, we don't want to do anything. Hormones affect our mind frequently. We're multi-state beings. We have multiple states in our mind throughout the day. You might get angry. You don't know why you're getting angry. It's a hormonal imbalance or, you know, low blood sugar or something like this. So the state of your body affects the state of your mind. Uh, and if you're not aware of it, if you're not actively uh, monitoring yourself, you won't be cognizant of those things that affect the state of your brain. And so this, uh, this is another one of my bitches. Uh... The single-state being, okay? So you get a lot of people that stand up there and say, "Um, you know, I don't drink, I don't take drugs. Uh, And it's like, okay, that's fine. They're trying to say that they are pure-minded, okay? But they don't recognize that even if they don't take drugs, and even if they don't drink, they're nonetheless multi-state beings like the rest of us. Their mind will have 20, 30, 40, 1,000 different states in a single day as it goes through and interacts with all of the shit that's going on in their body, their environment, you know, like, uh, you know, even chemtrails could do it, you know, who knows? Any, any number of different things can affect you, electromagnetics. And so the idea that you can be, um, that's not good, major police action there. Anyway, so the idea that we can have a single state being um, is absurd. And I I like these people, I understand what they're trying to say, I understand their motivation, and I'm not in any way um, against them or or denigrating them or any of that kind of stuff. I'm just pointing out to them that they need to expand their idea of um, purity of mind. And so this is one of the things that I always used to get into these fights with um, uh, these two Muslim guys I used to work with in... um, at Microsoft uh, the one guy was from Iran he called it Persia um, he was an expat and the other guy was um, uh, from Saudi Arabia and they were good programmers I, I liked them both we used to go out and have lunch all the time uh, they were about 10 years younger than me but they were both um, insistent that you know uh, that it was a bad thing for me to smoke pot and what they didn't what I attempted to explained to them was that I have a multi-state mind that is influenced by the uh, hormonal imbalances that are caused by the conditions uh, that we label as schizophrenia. I'm not a schizophrenic. I'm a schizotypical. That is my. Uh, I have a, have a. I'm the survivor of a sibling that had full-on uh, schizophrenia, died young, the whole deal. Um, So I have some of those hormonal aspects in my body, and so I'm going to be affected by that, whether I do anything about it or not. And I can, in fact, uh, control this, right? I can control the hormonal aspects because uh, there are substances you can take, uh, not even like... Medicines, not like psychiatric drugs or anything, but, you know, you smoke a little pot, you get a different, you get a bolus of um, THC that that hits your lungs, goes on up, goes into your blood, and then starts affecting your hormonal balance right away, within just, like, seconds. And so you can control this. You can do things like, um, oh, there's all different kinds of Ayurveda medicines you can take for controlling schizophrenic episodes, these sorts of things. But anyway, so... We're all multiple state. these two Muslim guys, uh, Raj and Mir, uh, um, they were good guys. I liked them. We used to argue and fight and so on. At the time, I couldn't argue effectively that they were as fucked up as I was. <laughs> One guy was a huge, huge, huge sugar addict. Uh, he would just get so wound up um, that our boss would actually tell him, hey, you gotta get out of here. You're driving everybody crazy. Uh, cause they were like, um, this was over in building number two. There were like, um, uh, 15 of us in a little tiny room at Microsoft, uh, coding up this stuff, um, with some database backend things to it. It was a, uh, for Microsoft Consulting Services for an internal, uh, deal. Anyway, it was a good, good, um, Contract lasted about seven months. Um Anyway, so any anyway, this is this is I gotta get get off of this stuff. But uh so here we are. Bear in mind that uh, you're a multi-state being and shit's gonna affect you. That's why there's the strange energies from space and all of this kind of thing. I I try and put a constant little uh mental tickler to monitor my own state. But uh Stay woo, guys. (laughs) Just watch out. The world's strange.